What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. We have another awesome guest for you this week, but uh, before I get to the guests, I just wanted to sit here and chat with you guys for a second. First, I want to say thank you guys for tuning in. I could not do this thing without you, so I greatly appreciate you guys tuning in every week. I appreciate you guys sharing these conversations and leaving reviews and and uh, subscribing and all of the above, man. It really means the world to me. So thank you guys so much for doing that. I can't thank you guys enough. Um, I do have to ask, though, if you guys are getting value out of the podcast, just, again, do me a solid. Tell a friend. Uh, bring us one friend. If you can do that for every conversation we're having, man, the exponential growth will be insane. So please do that. Tell a friend. Also, leave a rating and review if you could. And, uh, man, that, that'll just help us grow immensely. So one thing I do want to do, which I don't feel like I do enough, is I do say thank you guys. But let me uh, let me just read a couple recent reviews of the podcast. So Johnny Irish, my man Johnny Irish, um, said, Such a great podcast. Hits on all sorts of walks of life and really gets in depth with the person he's interviewing. Thank you, sir. And then let me see here. RWS177. As someone that grew up in St. Louis training BJJ, I love this podcast. It's for everyone, but especially hits home for me. So thank you for that. I can't thank you guys enough. I say that all the fucking time. I got to find a new phrase. I feel like I do these, and then you just start going into auto- autopilot, and you just, you just say the same shit. Uh, but these are really rad-ass reviews guys if you could also go leave a rating and review especially on apple Podcasts. again it helps a ton all right now before we get to our guests i wanted to uh i wanted to share some thoughts with you guys man it's just it just feels so good to to talk to you uh last year was not really a great year for the podcast things are getting back to rocking and rolling and it just feels good to be back at it and uh man i just watched the new mortal Kombat movie and I must say, I enjoyed it. I did indeed enjoy it. I know not everybody did. I feel like people just have such high expectations. When you start when you start having expectations, it's just going to lead to disappointment every time. Expectations lead to disappointment. So when I try not to have too many expectations when I go into movies. I had really hoped that this one would be really good. It felt a little rushed by sure, you know, for sure it wasn't a perfect film, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. It uh, it it kind of wakened the inner child in me a bit, you know. Fucking, I loved playing the Mortal Kombat games growing up, and there was a lot of really cool Easter eggs. There were just a ton of things that you could appreciate if you were like a fan of the series prior to the film. Now, if you were maybe not a fan or you don't have a lot of knowledge or experience about the game or the storylines within the game. Um, even myself, to be honest with you, I haven't really played video games in quite some time, so there's a lot of story that's been added since I've stopped playing games. But uh, it was just, I thought it was a fun movie. It felt a little rushed, definitely a little rushed. I feel like it could have been maybe a little bit longer. They could have filled in some gaps. Uh, but overall, I enjoyed the movie. You know, I think it's uh, it's definitely not a standalone movie. Hopefully they do continue and get green-lighted for you know, the second and third and maybe even fourth movie. I'd, I would love to, ha- to have that happen. I think more movies should just take from the playbook of what Marvel did and just build out movies specifically for characters and, and develop a fan base and a storyline for them. And then, you know, when you have these big pictures with everybody in it, and now you could almost kind of deconstruct it with, like, you know, with Mortal Kombat because you have all these cool characters that you, you could do independent movies on so i don't know i'm just fucking brainstorming and it was it was a good one though i enjoyed it so i thought i'd talk about it a little bit um enough with my rambling let's get to our guest i am sitting down with danny smith danny is the owner of boss level merch and the built by battle clothing line um at one point in time he had the built by battle podcast um that's on the hold but he may bring that back he did kind of talk about it a little bit so um not any time in the future he mentioned but i really did enjoy talking to danny he's just a really cool dude i appreciate how honest he is one of the first things he said he's like look dude 
I I had to, and we talk about this. I had to rent a car to to get out here. He's like, I don't ever want to give the misconception that like I'm out here balling when I'm not. Cause I just I just appreciated like his just raw honesty of like, hey man, I'm just a fucking dude out here trying to do some things. And um, I haven't made it yet. I'm just working my way to it. But like, this is where I'm at right now. This is just just how it is. I mean, it's not a sexy story to be an entrepreneur and try to build some shit. So, a lot of people want to fake it. But he was uh, he was definitely just being genuine. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, so without any further ado, let's get to our guests. Let's gain some perspective with Danny Smith. Thank you for the shirts, man. No problem, man. Thanks for uh, giving me a chance to be on here. I appreciate it. I actually, it's kind of funny. Um, hold on a sec. Yeah, take your time. Yeah, you got the hang tags. That's nice. Yeah, custom inside tag, all that. Yep, that's where it's at, dude. Yeah, we make all that in-house now. Okay. That's why I started Boss Level Merch, really. You're making your own tags, too? You print the tags? Uh, I get those these? printed, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a good move, dude. Yeah. But you're doing all your own screen printing. Yeah, screen printing. We just got direct to garment set up. Is this is this water water based ink? No, it's actually plastisol. This is plastisol here. Yeah. Okay, I can feel it. Yeah, but I heat press everything. This is heat pressed. It's printed with plastisol, and then I heat press afterwards to try to get rid of that feeling. You know what I mean? Oh. So it doesn't feel so thick and. Right. <laughs> okay. Will that help prevent like some of the cracking that comes along? A little plastisol? bit. Yeah. Yeah, and it helps. It really just helps with the life of the print. Yeah. Really, so. Dude, I'm really into this. Sh- so, like, I started, like, this brand, Impose yeah. Will, like, back in, like, 2009, I think I first kind of was, like, the inception in my brain. And then, mm-hmm. like, 2010, I think I printed my very first, um, like, hoodie. So, it's, like, I didn't realize going into the situation, like, how deep this shit can get. Oh, like, yeah. It's, like, yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm, like, a nerd when it comes to this stuff, dude. <laughs> so, like I like, right. I like talking to people like you who know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, so it's crazy, man. Everything I learned initially, so, like, my background is just factory work, right? Okay. So, like, never went to college. As soon as I got out of high school, like, my mom's health wasn't the greatest, so I wanted to just get a good job stick around make sure that bills got paid if if she couldn't work you know yeah and uh where are you from uh highland illinois highland illinois okay yeah. so you ever southern, been out that way i have not southern illinois yeah right? okay so uh but no i or uh, maybe i have what what's it next to you like which which uh troy is near like troy yeah okay. i've never been there but okay now it gives me a better idea because i think i've heard of troy illinois right on do you know the the owners of uh, Fathom Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu by chance? I do not. No? Uh, Charles Sheely, I think, and Taylor. That doesn't sound familiar. I've known Taylor a long time. She's pretty cool. Oh, and cool. Char- uh, Charles seems pretty cool. And too. they're in yeah. Illinois? Yeah, that's where their studio is. Oh, right so, on. Nice. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good, man. You're good. <laughs> so you, you, were, uh, you said you stayed at home? Yeah, so after high school, it's, uh, I, I just got a full-time job actually making countertops, stone countertops and all that. And uh, started learning all that stuff and just developed into other, you know, commercial or like uh, production type factory jobs. And uh, about, I don't know, I'd say like 2014, 2015 is when I really wanted to make the move to to get out of it. And that's when Built by Battle came up. And then I started like learning everything I could on YouTube about screen printing. Oh yeah. Bought a little shitty one color press, threw it in my basement and tried it. And here I am. Like, that's the start I mean, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm still broke. I don't hide that. <laughs> I don't hide that from anyone. Like that's, that's kind of, honestly, I need to, I want to start pushing more on social media about like kind of documenting the journey because like, I mean, I had to rent a car to get out here, you know, because my car blew up last year. The motor blew up. Shit, dude. And so, like, I just haven't been able to buy another car yet. Yeah. So, I, I've been borrowing a car, and it's not good enough to get out here, you know. So, it's just, but that's kind of, you know, like you hear people like Andy or Gary or, you yeah. know, any of these big people that kind of talk business, kind of tell their story. And most of it has to be told after the fact, you know what I mean? Yeah, it do, it doesn't feel good to tell it in the moment. Like I know that's what sucks, <laughs> and it sucks trying to get like clients and stuff. You know, when you're telling people that you're, you know, like when you're putting out on social media that you're still broke, and then trying to, you know, 
get clients to trust you with their work. You yeah, know what I mean? It's like that. It's like that. Uh, it's like this. It's this catch twenty twenty. Like catch twenty two. It's like you're in this conundrum to where it's like, and I live in the same world too, so I understand. It's like, yeah. It's like this whole like fake it till you make it thing to where you like you want to present yourself as like as like being like capable of doing right. the work of com- like you want to be competent and unfortunately like usually those like that confidence a lot of times comes with like having some success but when you're in the beginning trying to to get that momentum and to get that success it's like you have to fake it but it, it just doesn't feel right and then it's i don't know man it's just a weird place because it's just like it, it doesn't feel natural because right. like you're not really living that thing at least for me anyway it's like i'm not really i don't i'm not making this money like i'm not uber successful like i'm trying to get there like i know i can get there like mm-hmm. i truly believe it but it doesn't feel right to to like to try to act like i'm something that i'm not you know what right. i'm saying so it's right. it's just this weird place to live in dude yeah it's crazy like and and I mean it's it's one of those things. It's a fear of mine to to be almost too real about it, you know, like yeah. because I'm not at a at a good point where everyone else would be like, you know, dude, you've made it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, like my business partner with Boss Level Merch, he was a customer of mine, um, and that's how we became friends. I used to print all of his stuff before, uh, whenever I ran a print shop in Edwardsville. Okay. Uh, if you're familiar. I know Edwardsville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I almost went to SIUE to wrestle. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Um, but I, I just was honest with him, and we became good friends. And, you know, he knew my situation whenever he was like – I mean, I, I technically went to him, I guess, and – said, hey, I'm wanting to do this, you know, like, do you want to, you know, do you want to kind of join in with me? We'll buy all this equipment. And that was just last year with COVID and all that. Uh, the company I was working for shut down. Mm. And so I was, <laughs> I got on unemployment and I was using pretty much all of my unemployment money to sublease the equipment in the space. Oh, really? Just to keep trying to keep going, you know, and. But dude, that's like, that's the story of like 90% of entrepreneurs. Though, right? Yeah. I mean, like. The, the the person who owns a small business is just out there trying to just make it fucking happen right now. Yeah. And it's, with last year, it was not easy. Well, and yeah, and I, I kind of consider myself a little bit fortunate just because the, you know, the work that I do doesn't require a lot of face-to-face interaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. So most of the stuff, the orders get placed via email or over the phone and, you know, all that stuff. And so pretty much I can just print and ship stuff out on my own, yeah. you know, at least last year. Now we're kind of too busy for that, but, um, you know, where I have to have people coming in and helping and stuff, but well, that's a good problem. Yeah. You're yeah. Growing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This, this month so far has been the best, um, already. And we're only about halfway through. So. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, dude. All the way from just one machine, huh? What kind of investment does it take to like start like, a fucking print shop? <laughs> well, we got, we got pretty lucky. Um, the equipment we bought was already all paid off um by somebody you know by the people that uh, i worked for <laughs> I and the fucking uh, sniffles dude sorry <laughs> oh you're good dude this allergy season shit i was telling ernesto i wouldn't help i didn't sorry to cut you off no you're good i went and i was uh helping somebody move some shit in this like old warehouse and all this dust uh, has just got me fucked up oh uh, yeah well and the I'm, pollen is so bad right now too yeah you know honestly dude i've gotten better i've uh there was a time where i had to ter- like absolutely awful seasonal allergies but Mm -hmm. i found like kind of as i've changed my diet and i've cut out like a lot of like artificial colors and shit i've I've, dude i i damn near have cured myself of all allergies but yeah this thing yesterday has fucked me up i got a little bit of residual going on so that's crazy sorry for the listeners because i'm like (laughs) i feel the sniffling and coughing and shit but right right i I cut you off no you're good um i don't even know I, i can't remember where i was um i was asking about how much like the investment oh yeah yeah so we wound up getting into it a lot cheaper than what it takes. But, like, I mean, really, if you want to get a decent setup for, like, uh, Plastisol screen printing or whatever, um, which, I mean, they all kind of use the same equipment. But if you're just talking a manual setup, new equipment, you're probably talking, like, 30 grand, 40 grand yeah. um, for everything. And uh, we started this at, like, 12. So we did pretty good and that's with an automatic machine that can Yeah, cuz like, automatic machines where it's at. Yeah. I mean that's how you put out actual numbers, right? Yeah, we this machine it's pretty entry level but we can we can put out about 120 shirts an hour. That's legit. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, that's a good size order. Yeah, we're hoping to keep growing with it though, but um and, and we did just acquire uh we just bought um a direct garment setup, so mm-hmm. 
that's pretty cool. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, you're you're printing right on the clothing. Yeah, it's basically like a computer printer, printer except yeah. you load a shirt in. That's yeah. cool. Um, what is that used to print? What do you mean? Like, what kind of ink? Like, what is that printing with? It's a special ink um, developed for that. I don't know. It's oh, okay. it's a lot thinner, so the... I mean, it has more of, like, a water-based feel. Yeah. Um, I like the water-based feel. Personally. Yeah, which is pretty nice. Um, I can do pretty good with Plastisol and then heat pressing. Everyone <laughs> everyone in the industry calls me crazy for heat pressing everything. Yeah. But, man, for me, it, it's like building a table and not sanding the edges. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it feels like it feels crap good. if you I wouldn't don't have, press it. I wouldn't have guessed this is Plastisol. Yeah. Based off the feel. Yeah. And it's because you pressed it. Mm -hmm. That's sick. Yeah. So, and I'm trying to get the equipment, well, eventually I will get the equipment to uh, kind of automate the heat pressing afterwards. You know what I mean? So, like, oh, then so that way we don't have to have an actual person. Actually doing press. that part of the process? Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. So, did you buy used? Uh, yeah. Everything yeah. that we bought was used. Um, Where do you find that kind of shit? Well, th that's what's crazy, man. Like, so, I guess kind of backtrack a little bit. So, from... 2015 until 2018 i was pushing built by battle like at, you know basically either printing stuff myself out of my house with water-based i didn't have a dryer to properly cure it so i would just like hang the shirts up for a week oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> because eventually they'll dry like i'd use a heat gun and you know like but gotta do what you gotta do right dude you're just making ends meet yeah and uh yeah, so then I moved to using, like, a print-on-demand service and all that sort of stuff, mm. uh, which I'll, I I have a story for that, too, uh, that we can touch on later. But 2018 came around. I s sold my house. I was about to lose it uh, because I was working – when I started Built by Battle, I was actually working four jobs to come up with the money. So oh, I wow. had my main full-time job. Um, I repaired, uh, like, roofing guns and stuff like that. Like, uh, nail guns and all that. So, mm -hmm. like, I'd repair them and stuff uh, in the evenings. And then I also would install commercial and residential fence on the weekends. You're grinding. Yeah. And then that would normally take half a day, Saturday and Sunday, the, the morning. So, then the afternoons, for a short time, I was even, uh, like, I was cutting grass with, like, a tractor. Like, big-ass fields <laughs> and shit. Yeah. So, like, I was... Like, at one point, like, I was just nonstop with that, all different things, just driving all over the place, just trying to make money just to stay alive. And uh, eventually, I kind of scaled that back when Built by Battle started to do more. Um, but it never did enough to really cover anything. Yeah. Uh, back then, especially. And um, What was the premise for starting Built by Battle? So, I was going through a really rough time. And um, I, I've, always, I've always struggled with depression, like, suicidal thoughts, all that sort of stuff. Uh, that's kind of like people that see me now that knew me back in high school and all that would probably be impressed that I could even come here and have a conversation with you really? because like I'm a very like right. hermit type of person. Right. So like I, I don't want to talk to people like I'm normally not like I'm not naturally good at speaking with people. You know yeah, what I mean? That's I just, it. that's just how, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm definitely more naturally introverted. Yeah. 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 So, um, so that's kind of something that, you know, it was like a cloud over my head my whole life mm -hmm. and um, started going through a pretty tough time and uh, decided I needed to do something to keep me from going down that path. Um, so basically, I just, you know, I'd been thinking for quite a while, like, you know, I'm always the person that helps other people. Like I'm uh, my whole life, I've always been that person that people come to when they even if I don't have my shit together entirely. Like, I'm always the person that people come to when they want to get their shit together. Yeah. I guess just the energy, you know, um, because I'm always trying to help people, always trying to, like, guide them, you know, kind of point out. And sometimes people think I'm an ass for it, I guess. But I try to point out, you know, like, like flaws, like things that people like put them like they get in their own way on some things. And sometimes I'll just be honest about it, you know, but um I wanted to minimize my own downtime, basically, and so I needed something, and I was like, man, it'd be really cool if there was, like, this community of people that are all the same, because I know I'm not the only person that's like that, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not the only person that, you know, is always the one that helps people, but is never, never really has people around when I need help, um, so, like, 
why don't I create it? You know what I mean? Because it'd be yeah. cool if I could be a part of that. And it's like, well, I'll just make it, you know, make it my own. Yeah. And so I started working on that. And Built by Battle wasn't the first name that I came up with. Um, and actually, whenever I switched it from the original name to that, everyone hated it. Really? Everyone. What was the original name? Uh, brick by Brick. I don't know why people would think that would be better. Hmm. But there was a small clothing brand in California that uh, had that name already. And I was like, oh, this is going to be massive. Like, there's no way that, like, I could, you know, like, have something where I'd have to switch the name eventually, right? Because, like, my goal was to, to just make it blow up. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, being pretty naive, I was like, this is going to be like a year from now. It's going to be huge, you know? <laughs> of course, <laughs> it happens overnight. Right, right. And, uh so that's kind of why I started it. And, you know, I've always wanted to do something to help people. Um, can't really tell now, but back in like 2012, I made the, the switch from spending like every Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the bars and just like not taking care of myself to like working out twice a day, seven days a week, like just hard. Full on grind mode, huh? Yeah. And uh, that is really where I learned that you can invest in yourself. You know what I mean? Because, like, up until that point, I didn't even understand the concept of, like, making yourself better. Yeah. You know, I was just always like, why am I like this? Yeah. You just accepted it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. this is just how it is. A lot of people do that, man. Like, we're, like, too often we can be, like, very self-defeating. Right. Yeah. I mean, really, I think the biggest challenge of life is learning how to get out of your own way. Like, over 100%. anything else. Like, it's, truly believe in yourself. Yeah. Like, if you can get out of your own way, like, really, you could do anything. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, like, there's, you got to pick your battles, you know, no pun intended. But, like, <laughs> it, it, it's true. You know, like, right now, what happened? Okay. I, my foot caught that. Oh, you um, lost it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, right now, you know, like, I'm 14 hours a day, seven days a week working on growing this business. Yeah. and. It's been like that for six months for sure. Um, and before that, it was really struggling with, like, what am I going to do? COVID just shut down the thing that I was working on and growing for somebody else. And now I, I'm, like, basically making no money, putting unemployment into just trying to keep this opportunity. Right. You know, and I don't know where to take it. And, uh, you know, so that was kind of a struggle. I wasn't working 14 hours a day then. But I was, like, really struggling with, like, the depression. Like, what do I do, yeah, you know? Yeah. Especially knowing that, like, I could go back to working at a factory, you know, assuming that COVID didn't affect it too much, you know, whatever. But, like, my last year working at a factory was twice what I've made in any year since 2018. Like, I, I just, you know, I haven't made crap, you yeah. know? And so it's, yeah, no, you don't make any fucking money, bro. Right, right. So I'm beginning. Yeah. So it's just, you know, always struggling with all of that stuff. But but yeah, man, it's just it's crazy. It's it's been it's been tough. But, you know, going through with it and pushing on this boss level merch thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the foundation for Built by Battle. So I guess to kind of run back to, you know, Built by Battle and kind of like where that is now, really what happened was. And because it kind of it kind of got a little bit of attention for a little bit, you know. Yeah, like I mean, we mentioned uh, I think author Adam Flowers, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know he was working with you guys, and like we worked together at uh, at Express Scripts. Oh yeah. So that's okay. how like I kind of had originally heard about Built by Battle. I know you were like kind of full steam ahead trying to grow that, and you had started the podcast. And yeah. Yeah, dude. Like you were definitely like putting in the work to, to yeah. make it. Yeah. I had the rep program. I had all sorts of stuff. Um, I was doing fitness challenges in the summertime and all that stuff. Uh, just trying to do anything I could to help people. The problem was, <laughs> I uh, in 2017, I think I finally pulled the plug on. Uh, the print-on-demand service. Okay. So kind of get into that story. Yeah, tell um, me about that. Yeah, so what happened was it, it was going great and sales were coming in, but I was terrified of a sale that happened because the print-on-demand service I was using, which is a, a big one, like I don't want to name names, but it was a big one, <laughs> uh, 
their quality was just horrible. They they and and they would never take responsibility for anything. So yeah. they were even sending out other companies' products to my customers. Really? And yeah, it was just that. horrible. Yeah, that's why I won't use like a print-on-demand service. Like it it costs more to to maintain your own inventory. Right. But I'd rather I'd rather maintain that relationship with it with the customer and not and not have to rely on somebody else to to fuck that up for right. me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Would, yeah, so that's that's kind of where I was. Like I was like I I can't do anything right now and and I was still working I think at least two jobs at the time and I still had my house but I was getting behind on it. So I couldn't justify putting any money into inventory and trying to find a local printer. Like I I had no real understanding of you know all the different shops or anything like that. I you know, it was very new to me. Yeah. Um so I just pulled all the products and just like put Bill by Battle on the shelf for a little bit because I was like, I don't know what else to do. Yeah, you're just trying to figure it out from like wh- what's the next step. Yeah, and it's crazy because before I made that decision, I was actually on the phone with that company and they cussed me out and hung up on me. What? So yeah, so like two days later, it took me a little bit. I calmed down a little bit. Two days later, I sent them an email and this was 2017. And, um, you know, it wasn't like, you know, horrible, like me just like cussing them out or anything. But I just kind of pointed out everything that that I felt they did wrong. And I said, this is what creates your competition. You know, and I said, you didn't say it nicely. Listen here, you (laughs) sons of bitches, you motherfuckers. Right. Fucking up my orders. You're causing me fucking hell. Right, right. Well, I threw a little bit of ego into it at the end and i i think i ended it with uh uh like you'll you'll hear you'll hear my name in five years or something like that right oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because we just got direct remember to garment. my name right bitches. <laughs> we just got direct to garment we just got uh we're actually i'm trying to do print on demand right um so we're all set up we can connect to people's stores and all that sort of stuff and uh, we could do the same thing. We already do warehousing and fulfillment for like bulk order uh, stuff. So like you you print your screen print stuff ahead of time. We can actually warehouse it and then we're connected to, you know, we can connect to like a Shopify or whatever. And then when a customer orders on that, we'll get the order information. All the money stuff happens automatically based on like what we agreed on ahead of time, our pricing and stuff. And then we just pick it, pack it and ship it. Oh, so you're handling fulfillment? Yeah, yeah. So nice. we can do all of that already, um, and there's a couple big customers that we're working on right now to get. So hopefully, you know, if we can get that, that'll be, that'll yeah. be good. Yeah, that'll help immensely if you can fucking start doing fulfillment. That's a whole other business, though, fulfillment. I know, yeah. And <laughs> and we just moved from, like, this tiny-ass little shop in Edwardsville to uh, to a 3,200-square-foot shop in highland and nice. that's uh, a good size yeah and it's already full because when we bought the direct garment stuff we also got two manual printers another dryer and all that sort of stuff so like we're set up we could te- technically run about 300 pieces an hour like just between the screen print stuff yeah um if everything's going i don't have enough people to run it right now <laughs> because we're still you know we're yeah. only six months into Get it but lean. yeah yeah but um but yeah, so we already do warehousing and fulfillment for a few things. Um, my business partner Ryan uh, Lambo Fam on YouTube, uh, he's a YouTuber. Uh, obviously, we do all of his stuff, you know. And um, we're starting to. I think we're going to start integrating some print-on-demand stuff too. And what's awesome about that is we have a couple in-house brands. So we have Built by Battle. My fiance has her own brand. Um, Ryan has his with Lambo Fam. And it's awesome because we could like kind of use that to pull data and like learn, you know, because yeah, because we're also our own customer then, you know, so one hundred percent. That's kind of the goal. Well, yeah, and if you have a brand, I mean, the best way to kind of manage costs is to vertically integrate, right? Yep. So if you own that piece of the process. Yep. Step. And this is step one of that. I've got a few. Like, I eventually want to start my own blank production company, so I want to make the blanks. You wanna you wanna make the blank shirts and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I wonder what that would even require. It would require quite a bit. I mean, yeah. you're going to have to get inventory. <laughs> you're going to have to cut it. You're going to have to sew yeah. it. Well, see, I want to get into cut and sew sublimation too. So, sublimation printing, you make yeah. rash guards and shit. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, Those like, are hard to find. Right. So, we could, you know, if we get that set up for cut and sew, then it would be pretty easy, you know, to kind of 
transition over you know like i would learn on quite a bit about cut and sew at that stage yeah to where then you I know i wonder what the investment would be for the that kind of equipment right because you're probably gonna, a lot yeah because <laughs> there's going to be quite a bit of infrastructure for that especially because you're gonna have to program something to cut out shapes and shit right mm-hmm. and then the actual machine to actually cut it are you gonna have people sew it or are you gonna have like an automated sewing machine uh, i think you have to have people do it yeah, yeah. so you're gonna have you have to buy mm-hmm. sewing machines and you're gonna have to have people oh, yeah. in there fucking sewing that shit the goal i mean obviously i'm nowhere near it yet but well, the yeah, goal but is i like it yeah like get built by battle uh big get uh boss level merch big you know and uh get those doing quite a bit and then take and reinvest and yeah. start up the next thing yeah you know, and it's just like a numbers game right mm-hmm. like with with apparel it's just how many units can you move right fuck dude try to get it on the right person yep yep yeah we just uh we just took a sample run uh order for a company on hollywood boulevard actually in oh, la sick. yeah it's uh cards and coffee actually oh uh, nice yeah Never heard so, of them. <laughs> yeah so, so what they do is they uh they sell i guess they they're just a retail store but they sell um like uh sports cards and like the pokemon cards and all oh, that sort nice. of stuff and how do they, they find you uh so it's actually a company that's owned by dan fleshman okay um, yeah dan fleshman there yeah yeah, yeah. and um He's, uh, I guess my business partner, Ryan is kind of in that network okay. a little bit. Yeah. Sick. So, uh, so that they gave us a shot. Nice. So, yeah. The sample order was pretty big. <laughs> that's cool, dude. Yeah. So that's one that if we get the warehousing and fulfillment and all that, that could be, just, you know, a thousand pieces a month or yeah, so. Yeah, dude. I mean, know. that's just, that's the snowball, right? Like yeah. that's just, that's going to create that momentum to get to the next deal and then the right. next deal and then just keep growing dude yeah we got a few a few things we're working on and uh, a lot of it is just you know like it's all about networking you know what i mean like yeah it, who do you know how can you meet yeah them? And, and growing it you know so many people like that's something that i've learned since i got into all of this like my mindset before was always like you had to be like a shitty person you had to be kind of like a snake to be successful in business right that's what i used to think yeah and like then and because of that it's also like you know you have to have connections there's it means the same thing connections and network they mean the same thing but what you like what your intention of the word yeah it's like when you say you have to have connections it almost implies like you have to already know these people to kind of to get this thing but it's like when you're building a network like that's something you can actively do yeah it grows every day you have control over your network when you say like oh you gotta you gotta have connections or you gotta have these or whatever it's like i always say like you gotta make connections yeah because i always try to like put the spin of like because it takes work man like you can't just can't just fucking sit back and expect somebody to like like your thing or Mm -hmm. to believe in your thing or whatever it is you know like you have to actively pursue that thing and make other people believe and see what you want right right and it's not just putting product out there like that's what i thought starting out with go by battle like if i just create the, the thing, coolest fucking shirt everyone's gonna buy right. it right yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no. and, I've and been guilty of that for sure yeah and i came out with like all these different variants and like all these different designs and all that and the shit didn't really sell and that goes back to like making connections so it's not just about like the network as far as like you know, like opportunity with network, but it's also the connection with the customer, right? So like, that's one thing I've learned is like, until someone understands or feels connected to Built by Battle, they're not going to buy a shirt. Right. You know what I mean? They have to feel connected to the brand. Right. You have to like create a friendship with them, right? Like you have a true, like a true connect, like you have to help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, you know, a lot of, I've learned so much since 2017 when I shelved the company you know like yeah and, and i mean i've i've come out with some stuff here and there mostly out of the pressure from people that do support it you know just being like you need to come out with more you know and yeah drop a product here yeah, yeah yeah but that actually going back to adam flowers um he said something that kind of stuck with me uh i don't know maybe a year or two years ago i told him i was gonna start coming back out with it and you know because i had a lot of people asking and he's like well if you do like don't ghost everybody again you know (laughs) and i i didn't realize that like because for me it's like i'm just trying right like so i I try and then life happens and i get busy and it kind of has to right go away but it's like i didn't realize like him just saying that made me realize that like the perception is getting kind of 
messed with every time that it goes away again for a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I do I've definitely I've done that too. Like I show up to impose will and it's just like yeah. you put you do other things in life where it's just like, oh man, like let me just try to focus on this. But right. yeah, dude, you don't you don't always realize like what the perception is from other people or mm-hmm. like what kind of impact you've made or how many people actually care or, or are rooting for you or whatever right. the case may be. Like sometimes it's just lost upon you because you're just like, ah, who gives a shit? Like nobody cares anyway. Right. Well, and that's, what's crazy is like, you know, like when you become reliant on like the, it's almost like what people like expect with social media. Right. So like they p- make a post and if they don't get so many likes, <laughs> yeah. if they don't get the reaction they want, then they just, you know, get upset about it. It's kind of the same thing with like, like something I had to learn with built by battle is if I, like I was getting used to seeing messages or, you know, even people posting pictures or something. A lot of times people would text me cause I sold quite a bit around St. Louis, you know? So I would get messages like, I mean, I, I just got another one the other day. Uh, someone was at the gym, you know, and they they saw a built by battle shirt yeah and it was like an old one right? <laughs> like a really old one like the print was actually kind of gone it was old like print on demand stuff and uh you know like whenever i stopped getting that stuff for a little bit i was like no one cares anymore so like no one's paying attention so i can just shelf it you know yeah but that's not always the case yeah you so. kind of feel like you can just it's like nobody's watching so you can just kind of go off in the corner and just like no one's paying attention but somebody really is paying attention right right yeah yeah it's uh it's crazy it's always like going back and forth between like people care or people don't give a fuck you know like it's one of the (laughs) right both really yeah at the same time at the same time it really is It's like your job to make more and more people care as you go yeah dude it's just such a great one of the things um i think it was last week we we sat down with um his name is matt vincent he's um two-time world champion for the highland games he owns a company called um hate brand goods and oh, yeah. also like habit coffee mm-hmm. and he was just saying he's like dude he's like he's like just fuck like don't overthink it like we, in reference to like him building his clothing line right it's like he's just like just just start like just with one fuck he's like he's like we just had one design we had a design we made one shirt mm. i think we sold like 40 or 50 of those and then we just went to the next thing yeah and it's like you don't have to overcomplicate it you just do one thing and then you do the next thing and then right. you do the next thing but it's just it, it can get very overwhelming if you fucking let it and then that whole paralysis yeah. by analysis sets in and right get, maybe this is just me but i'm like then i get discouraged and i'm just oh, like dude. and then you don't even know where to start and then i just and then i just go smoke a bowl and take a nap <laughs> right <laughs> I, i've struggled with that too man i really have like you know, over over analyzing stuff. Um, yeah. You know, like, especially because when I started it, I, I didn't have any plan, you know? And then it's like, shit, there's, a, you know, a pretty big response right away. So now I feel like I can't be prepared enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm the kind of person where I've always got to be, like, planned out a couple steps ahead. Yeah. You know? And I've had to learn to let that go because like in the past like high school and all that i i did music i play guitar i've been in a ton of different bands and stuff and um your marching band no i, I <laughs> yes you wasn't. were no i wasn't I, I did play trombone exactly i played I was, trombone for exactly like say. two years in the fucking marching no wah, wah, wah. no <laughs> uh no so you anyway where i (laughs) (laughs) no it's you know it's kind of funny because i that's funny you say that because i did play trombone and then i sold it Mm -hmm. uh when i was like 14 i I made the deal myself i emailed the dude yeah made the deal it was a company in alton i think helping music company or something like that i uh like my mom always still talks about it like because i i made the deal to exchange like to trade in the trombone for a whole guitar set you know starter kit and all that yeah and i went to her yeah i went to her and i was like already got it all planned out i just need a ride there (laughs) (laughs) sick dude dude that's initiative right there right right? i mean there's there's a lot of valuable skills there because it's not like you knew what the fuck you were doing you just just did something yeah well i i wanted i wanted to get rid of that thing and i wanted to start playing guitar that's the lesson i think we can take from like just when we're younger I don't know when it is, and it's probably different for everybody, but at a certain point, you just start talking yourself out of shit, and you start, like, looking at why things can't work, and when when you're younger, you're just, like, you just know what you want, and then if you kind of see a way to get there, you just, just take the step. You don't even think about it. You're like, oh, well, I want to play guitar, so... This is where I can get a guitar. Let me call this fucking place and see if I can... Like, you know, you didn't, like, talk yourself out of it. Oh, dude. 
before when it like it, it was drums before guitar right <laughs> my mom wouldn't give me a drum set and like electric drums weren't really that big yet and uh so i made one out of fucking like the gallon milk containers oh, or yeah? whatever <laughs> I, and i i mean i at least learned a little bit like yeah. rhythm and stuff like, and you know like coordination and all that um that's one thing that going back to like talking yourself out of it that's one thing that i've really tried to preserve about myself is to like you always hear people say like i can't do that like people that are like 30 years old say that have never played an instrument say that they can't yeah like i can't stand that i cannot stand that yeah like you know because it's like you don't know like you're just in your own way like you could probably i firmly believe that there's an instrument for everybody like there's something everyone could learn and if they would learn it that it would help unlock like a part of themselves they didn't even know yeah. existed you know also I mean? like you know comparison is the thief of joy i feel like if you just start like you may not be able to play it well but you can still learn how to play it right and you'll eventually get better just maybe a little bit longer right take a little bit longer. do you have the patience is the real yeah that's the real question are you patient enough right that's kind of how I feel about like foreign language. Like I want to learn. Oh uh, yeah, so fucking bad. <laughs> I failed two years but of Spanish. <laughs> something, dude. Me too, dude. Like something about the way my brain works, because I notice, at least with a lot of foreign languages, like the way we structure our sentence, it's like it's like noun and verb, for mm. example. But it's like most places they kind of speak like 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 Yoda. They always yeah, like yeah. they're like verb and then noun, and then for whatever reason, like my brain doesn't fucking equate it right. I almost wish I'm so literal. I almost wish that. Whenever I was learning it, instead of like, okay, so like you read, so let's say we're reading Spanish, for example, you read mm. the Spanish, instead of like translating that into an English sentence that makes sense to us, I wish they would, it would just be literally translated. So it'd, it'd be broken English, right? but it would, it would help me yeah, under- that makes sense. understand the actual structure of how they're speaking. Right. So that's how my brain works, but I'm, I'm just weird like that. I mean, I think that makes sense. Uh, that might even like just at least initially yeah help people kind of understand can yeah that makes sense to me how does the structure work because that's what always fucks me up with language but um right so you do you um like do you like plan out your days and shit do you do checklists or like how do you like to structure your day i for me i found like i'll do um like checklists are like my life and blood if i can just because then it gives me something to like visually see and Mm -hmm. accomplish and then just organize my shit i make so many lists it's crazy yeah i um Ryan actually showed me this whiteboard concept, right? So like <laughs> the so first off, we didn't even we had never met each other in person until after we were legal business partners. Really? Where's yeah. he where's he located? He lives in Wisconsin, Hudson, okay. Wisconsin. Okay. And uh he has a, a roofing company up there and all that. Nice. And uh yeah, so the first time he came down, he brought whiteboards and all that stuff and because I you know, we had talked about all that and he knew that I didn't really have much of a system in place yet. And, um, I'm most of my day is reactive. Right. And, uh, so he brought the whiteboards down set them up and just started like writing stuff on there, like different categories and all that. And so I kind of go by that. Basically you just, if there's something you need to do, write it on a sticky note and throw it in the category it needs to go into. And then every day when you come in, you look at the whiteboard and you just grab you know, like the one is like a to-do list. Okay. And you physically grab them, bring them over to the desk and set them down and then you work on And you work on, on that. Those. How yeah. many of those do you try to get done a day? Um, <laughs> As many as possible. Okay. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I do, I, I outsource some designing. I've got a couple of freelance designers, but I do all the designing. I do all the purchasing. I still have hands on almost every single job in production. Right. Like I, you're, I have one part-time guy, and yeah. that's it. Well, when you're a small business, yeah. you are the business, right? So, between that, I just built the new website. I don't know if you checked it out or not. I've not seen it. Yeah, the Boss Level Merch website. It's pretty cool. You can. I saw you advertise because now you're talking about you can take the orders, right? And you mm-hmm. can do. You can. Um, you have the the design. The, the yeah. So it's got a product designer. Yeah. In there. I wanted to play with that actually. I, I just haven't got to it yet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It, like less than five minutes, you can if you already have your artwork, if you already have your design, you just click your garment and it's got a little product designer, so it'll show up. You know, you pick the color, whatever, and then just upload your artwork, position it how you want, size it how you want. Nice. And yeah. then we get the file after it's paid for, and uh, that's what we print. So that's legit. Yeah. There's another company. Um, has like a designer i usually just like 
make a rough design and then I'll send it to whoever prints it. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just I mean, because you want to get like a fucking just a rough, you know. An idea. Yeah, and it's a it, yeah, a lot of it. It that's one thing. So I wanted to make it easier for the customer for sure because that's the biggest issue in this industry is just placing an order. Yeah, you know, there's so especially the mom and pop shops. There's so many of them that yeah. like you still have to email like ten times back and forth before you can actually pay for an order. Yeah. And I mean, that's how we've done it. And it's like, there has to be an easier way, you know? So I started figuring all that out. I have no web design experience except for like just bullshit yeah. stuff that I've done. Yeah. And so a lot of that's plugins that I found scouring the internet and all that. Yeah. Just made it work. Yeah, but dude. You can make almost anything work if you just take the time. Yeah. You're just willing to kind of fucking fail along the way. Yeah. It's like, oh, that doesn't work. All right, let me try. But, dude, man, I've built a couple of different web pages, and it is a pain in the ass. It sucks. <laughs> it <laughs> takes so it. much time. Same thing with designing, man. I'm, I mean, I like whenever I come up with something that's pretty badass, especially whenever I could see it out in the real world, you know? Yeah. But, like, I'm not a designer. Like, I, I don't claim to be a designer. Yeah. I don't wake up every day ready to design something. Like, yeah. I'm not. That's not even why I started Build by Battle is so that my designs could be worn by people. Like, I mean, I'm pretty proud of the, the dude logo, you know, because I came up with that. Um, that's on the Built by Battle shirts, like, basically the icon for Built by Battle. Mm -hmm. But, um, but other than that, like, I, I just, I can't wait until someone else could do it all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know you what just I mean? hire somebody to yeah, do it for you. Yeah, uh, because it's so frustrating. <laughs> so I've learned a lot, you know, and I I, I love learning shit. You know, like, I, I think you have to if you want to be in business especially. You know? Oh, dude, 100%. If you're, if you're, like, in small business, because you can't afford to pay for everything. Right. So you got to start getting creative. Yeah. Right. Like you got to start being able to teach yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like to learn? Are you, are you into reading or do you do like podcasts or? Um, so most, most is podcasts. Like that's, uh, I do audio books and stuff, but that's not very frequent. And honestly, podcasts aren't even that frequent anymore. Um, just, I soaked everything up. Like I soaked a lot of stuff up over the, like a two year period, um, like 2015, 2016. And a lot of that stuff, like I read every day, basically it's kind of funny. The 75 hard challenges, basically what I was doing back then, I'd work out twice a day, every day. And I would read every day and I ate clean like every day, like all that stuff. A lot's changed since then. I put on quite a bit of weight, but um, but that's what I was doing. And I learned so much, not just about myself, but you know, through, through the books and podcasts and all that stuff. Yeah. Any and, books that you really enjoyed? Um, honestly for like, for like social media and stuff like that. Um, I liked the, the Ask Gary V book. Um, that one was pretty good. I yeah. liked that one a lot. Um, other than that, um, God, I can't, can't think of the name of it but it, david goggins book oh yeah can't hurt me yeah that one yes. that, i actually just told adam flowers about it um that one's really good it's good read yeah. I, I liked the um the audible on that one in particular because it was um it was written by jesse itzler hmm. and he read it but in between every chapter him and david would talk yeah and they'd have like a conversation so it's like all this additional content that mm -hmm. you don't get in the book i'm weird though man like i'll listen to an audiobook and i'll buy the book like i have david goggins book yeah i see it right there actually. i'm actually giving this one away <laughs> i have another one down there. oh nice yeah <laughs> that's awesome so it's like yeah man i fucking i'm into it yeah 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 i need to get back into that where i'm i'm reading a little bit every day i know it would help me out yeah um especially like leadership you know because like i'm I mean, the the company I ran in, in Edwardsville, we got up to three employees outside of myself. Um, you know, so I was, you know, kind of leading a little bit. Yeah. Didn't really know what I was doing, you know, like I'd never been in that position before, um, you know, just trying to trying to make it work. And until you're thrown into it, you know, I think, I mean, it's obviously good to learn as much as you can ahead of time. Yeah. But until you're doing it, man, there's so many little, yeah. like, daily, I mean, you can't predict everyone's personality or everyone's dude it's such know. a challenge bro it's yeah. such a challenge um dude a couple books that really helped me they're both written by jocko willink have you oh yeah yeah extreme ownership and yeah. then also um the dichotomy of leadership both, i both i haven't books. read either one of those but i've like i've watched so many interviews of him <laughs> yeah that i've picked up quite a bit that he you know says is in those books so yeah dude just those principles just very helpful very yeah. especially the dichotomy of leadership because it seems so 
like just obvious like duh like there's there's no like one way for anything it's because there's always like this balance it's like you can't treat everybody the same it's like some people need this but some people need this like there's the spectrum Mm -hmm. so it's just like it's it points out like a lot of things it's like oh yeah that's very obvious but like when you read them it's like yeah it's like it's just good to keep those kind of things like top of mind right right so it's it leadership is not easy dude it's definitely not easy. Right. Well, and, and I mean, I've failed, you know, like I, I've made wrong calls and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, like I, I there's a few things, you know, like to stay positive about it. There's a few things I think I do pretty well. Yeah. And um, like one thing is I think I help people keep the vision. You know, like that's one thing that. That's that, important for a leader. Yeah. So like I'm pretty, I'm a pretty transparent person, you know, like I I don't try to hide anything. Yeah. And um, so when it comes to like the goal, yeah. like and, and all of that stuff, like I was just talking with my part timer. He's been helping so much. Um, and, and actually, we went to school together and but we never like ever intentionally hung out before. But the first time I made a post on Facebook asking if someone, you know, needed part time work or whatever, he was the first person to respond. So I gave him a shot. And he's been with us ever since, and he's he sacrificed a lot to help, and he believes in it a ton. And, you know, because of that, like, I definitely intend on him being a, a key factor in the growth and all of that. Right. Um, You know, because he's compromising quite a bit. You know? Yeah, he bought in early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, but it, it's just crazy. The other day we were talking about, like, you know, when we could eventually have the building that we want and like having like the different things. Like one thing I want to do is I want to put basically like a library, like where all all the employees can like check out books and it's all like self-development type stuff. Yeah. They did that first form. Did they? Yeah. There's a library in there. Yeah. So that's the kind because I mean, I, I do plan on eventually getting to the point where I could, you know, start reading every day again. Right now, I'm in such a reaction mode. Like, like I said, every day, like it's, I can't predict when my phone's gonna go off. You know, I can't. Like, there's so much going on all at once, and I, I already feel like I, practically fail every day. You know what I mean? Because there's so, like, I have so much I need to get done, but there's always a list that is almost equal (laughs) in the day that I don't get done. Yeah. And um, it's just crazy. But that's, I mean, that's why. I'm I'm only at the house maybe I don't know maybe a couple hours outside of being asleep yeah tops and other than that like seven days a week yeah dude that's honestly like why I really liked doing like 75 hard like I don't live by fucking 75 hard every day but like I do for the most part read like 10 pages a day Mm -hmm. I try to make sure I'm eating well and like getting my water like I fucking um you know, I'm I'm getting my movement in. Just yeah. like doing like those those like daily things to like make sure I'm taking care of myself. At least if I don't get everything done, at least that feels like a win. Yeah. And then you have control over something, so right. that way you don't feel like. At least for me, like that way I don't feel like I'm constantly like in this reactionary state of just constantly like fielding shit and mm. responding. It's like all right, well at least I have control of this, and then I can plan for this this and this and then it helps deal with all the other shit i found yeah and that's uh, you're absolutely right and that's something i need to do my one of my biggest problems right now like talking about getting out of your own way right yeah one of my biggest things that i i just haven't figured out about myself is since i've been trying to take care of so many other people you know like i like for instance if i have someone's brand that i'm developing I literally treat it like it's my own, right? So, like, I – and Ryan and I talk about this all the time. Like, eventually we want to have, like, account managers and basically train them to perceive themselves as an extension of that company. To actually – yeah, I mean, yeah. you care, which yeah. is – that's the fucking key. You got to care. And so, like – but I do that so much to this point that I don't know how to say no to anyone but myself. Right. Mm. So like I'm the only person I say no to every day. Yeah, flip that. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's so like it's crazy. It's another challenge that I got to figure out, you know. Yeah, bro. Um, But, you know. You can do I, it. I, yeah. Just got to get back to it. Right. Yeah, For dude. sure. You should do 75 hard. I should. Fuck I've man. been talking about it. Do it, bro. I know Ryan's doing it right now. Ten pages a day, two workouts a day. doesn't even have to be crazy. That's I the know. thing. People fucking, especially us dudes, man, like how old are you? 
33. 33, exact. Yeah. Same age as me. So it's like we're not in our fucking 20s mm-hmm. where we can just like bang it out or just like go super hard and like not get a lot of sleep and then feel great the next day. Like we got to fucking take care of our bodies, dude, because right. like we fucking feel it. Yeah. And it's like you can't train as hard as you used to because your body's not designed for that. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to right. like taper your training more for just like like it's not performance based, right? Like the whole no pain, no gain shit, throw that out the window mm. for real, dude. It's like just doing a little bit every day and like just not killing yourself. Mm. So like with 75 hard, for example, I feel like so many people feel like they got to go like so fucking hard that they burn themselves out. Dude, my first workout every day was just literally I wake up in the morning and I go for a 45 minute walk. Just walk. Nothing crazy, but yeah. I, I get outside, I get sunlight, I get fresh air, I get that movement in and it's all within like the first couple hours of my day. I get my water in, I take my picture, I read my pages. So at least that way, for me, I would set up like my day, like just just like winning, just like boom, yeah. success, 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 and then now I kind of won my morning. And it kind of like sets the pace for the rest of the day, because then all you have to do is get like one more workout, drink your water, and not fuck up your diet. Like that's right. not like crazy hard. So right. that was successful for me, but just like finding a way to take control. Right. Well, and that's that's just like if I could. I I know for a fact I could grow this company so much faster if the 2013 version of me yeah i would get up and run three miles every day like within the first hour of opening my eyes you know and like yeah. ate clean every day ate like six small meals a day um and then i'd lift at night and lifted heavy um yeah like if i had that now yeah like i know that i would get i'd probably only have to work seven hours a day and get just as much done you know what i mean like i I know that you'd be more productive with your time and that's the thing like that's where like knowledge is useless if it's not applied right Right. so like i know this is potential right we all know what to fucking do right most people do if you ask them how do you get healthy they most everybody almost knows what to fucking do Mm -hmm. it's just doing it yeah yeah bro do you drink enough water how much water do you drink i don't drink enough i i actually i just bought this half gallon thing though yeah. i have been drinking that i don't drink the whole thing though every day you and drink I, know, two of those I, know, day, I know i know two of those a day i used to carry a jug around <laughs> get a gallon in bro that's the start that's the starting place really i feel like we all just make it so complicated like it's like oh i gotta do this this and this but it's just like just start drinking your water it, it's just it's just crazy like I, I don't know if it's just the way we're all designed or if it's society or what it is but like it's so crazy how life is hard because of our brains. You know what I mean? Like, dude, we all are almost instinctually like on the same level as far as like we won't put the effort into ourselves. Like, you know what I mean? You you yeah. have to be that has to be drilled into you. That's why we love the ones that do. Right. Yeah, right. The, the ones who yeah. like just like. It's like it's almost like they don't even have that voice, like the Goggins and the Jockos yeah. and those motherfuckers and the Campaigns and those guys. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it's almost like they. It's like at the end of the day, they're just human. They deal with that too, mm-hmm. but they fucking they put they the, figured it yeah, out. Yeah, it's like shut the fuck up, bitch right. voice. And then, <laughs> and then, but yeah, dude, we're all guilty of it for sure, man. Yeah, we just we just like feel like you have to do it all at once and then instead we do nothing yeah and it's like just do something well and that's something that i struggled with for a long time too is like i the only way that i stayed on top of things whenever i would work out before was i mean that's all i did outside of working yeah you know and got obsessed yeah and the same effort that i'm putting into business right now is what i used to put into working out yeah and so now that i've got this other thing that i'm working on yeah it's like i i feel like i can only do one thing at a time and i know i can't yeah like because if you do the other it'll help the business yeah 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 i know i can diversify my energy but like i i've never done it yet you know what i mean and it's one of those things like i'm not telling myself i can't do it yeah i just haven't done it yet i just haven't i just haven't done it and i need to i definitely need to yeah but you can do it bro yeah i have fucking faith in you (laughs) <laughs> boss the dude, fuck up dude like you should hear the conversations with adam <laughs> yeah adam flowers he he'll fucking yell at me that's funny because i yeah. bust his balls all the yeah. time i'm always on his ass because you know adam bro mm-hmm. like yeah he wants adam's so funny because it's like every time you talk to him he's always like returning to his old self yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like bro just this is 
Just grind. Just focus on things. Just do your shit, bro. Just He's do your shit. He's working on some good shit right now. I I really like seeing how focused he is right now. He's yeah. really like locked down. Cause I was I was always pushing him like, dude, just fucking move. Just move. You want to act? Just move. But he's still here. Yeah. But at least while he's here, he's actually doing stuff, which is really cool. He has the shorts that he's putting out. Mm. Fucking, like, he's he's honing his craft. He's learning a lot of different areas of the business. I mm. mean, he's into, like, the special effects, but he's also doing the writing and the directing and right. the acting. It's just, like, I definitely appreciate the grind. Like, yep. I, I'm happy to see him fucking grind. I just wish I could get him out of his comfort zone just a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now now he's working on, like, uh, like kind of, like, uh health coaching and stuff like that so he's kind of messing with that the guy is he looks like he's 20 i know and i give him shit all the time anytime he tells me he's out of shape i'm like what did you lose like two abs now you're down to a six pack (laughs) like fuck you (laughs) yeah bro because like genetics you know have a little bit to play into that but that dude is solid with like like he with his working out and all that shit. yeah he's always been fairly active yeah yeah and like it's just crazy and like dude kickboxing and all that like that shit (laughs) It is nuts whenever he puts out a video on that shit. Like I tell him I'm like, "Man, you need to you need to post that stuff more frequently." Yeah. Because like people want to see that shit. You know, I I told him he could get on TikTok and go viral just like showing like a kickboxing Dude, workout, it's easy you know? to go viral on TikTok. Yeah. There's like no restrictions on what kind of reach you're getting right mm-hmm. now, so you can get crazy organic reach. Yeah. I still haven't gotten on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm on it. I I've posted a little bit mostly <sighs> through Boss Level Merge, but uh yeah, it, I downloaded it and then I deleted it. I'm just like, I'm not gonna do this shit. But then I was just like, Do I want to be that guy who ignores the signs of the times and then mm-hmm. you just get left behind? Or then, then you when you do finally come around, it's too late and right. it's just like now you're just wasting your time. Like like most of us, I feel like I'm kind of doing that with Instagram, right? Because yeah. it's like there was a time where it was you could get unlimited organic reach, and then they started implementing algorithms, and now you got to yeah. start paying for that, right? And it's just like, damn, man, I missed it. I missed it. But you still fucking try. You still fucking try. Now you just got to attach dollars to it. Yeah. That's the hardest part. That's that's, Honestly, dude, that's probably one of my biggest struggles is actually like investing the dollars into ads and marketing. Mm -hmm. It's like like I know it's valuable and I know you should do it. But for whatever reason, I have the biggest resistance to it and it's it's probably detrimental i just need to get over it but it's just like it's just one of those things right well and and it's also like we just started running ads for the new site and all that and um you know it's like man like is it going to turn into anything or is it just pissing in the wind kind of thing you know and it's like yeah you gotta do I think statistically, you got to run ads for at least 90 days for them right. to be effective. So you might not see anything for the first 90 days, but then like day 91, it might it'll fucking work for you. Yeah, it's dude. Like, can you, can yeah. you wait it out? Yeah, my friend Robert, he owns a company called The Launch. Have you heard of them? Mm-hmm. They uh, they do custom embroidered hats. Okay. And uh, dude, this time last year, he was like, I think he was still in his basement with a machine with a couple machines, and like now he's up to like 12 employees Sick. doing like. Well into the six figures every month. Oh wow! Yeah, custom hats. Yeah, nice. It's insane. And so he's got Facebook ads like down. Like he's got it figured out. And what's awesome is with Direct a Garment now, like that's kind of the same customer because his average customer is like one to five mm-hmm. hats or whatever. Yeah. You know, so that's about the so same. So you're trying to use that same business model. Yeah. So I'm trying to pick his brain, learn a little bit, try, dude, and, try dude. and get a little bit of that. Dude, it's just like when you meet those people who are doing what what you want to do, it's just mm. like, can I just have all your information? Right, it's like, right. just sit here and just answer all my, tell me your fucking wisdom, Yoda. Right, right. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and just, you know, n- not overlooking, like, the humil- humility you have to have to be in that position, though, too, right? So, like, I used to, whenever I'd see someone that was easily accessible, you know, like not someone that like Gary or someone that's, you know, you're never going to be able to get around them, you know, one-on-one really. Um, pay him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, He'll get you. <laughs> I don't Gary, have that kind of money. Gary's <laughs> actually fairly accessible, believe it or not. Yeah. You can probably find him, but yeah, I think he's only, I think he's like 10 grand. Yeah. Maybe more. Dude, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I wouldn't mind having him on the podcast. I'd hate to have to pay for it, but yeah. if I could make it worth the while. So there's these guys. Um, they have a podcast up in, um, I think it's Minnesota. Shout out to uh, Stationary Astronauts. I don't really think I don't know if they're really still putting out episodes, but they did have Gary V at one time. Really, and um, but they had like a marketing company, 
And I think they were they were throwing they would do like these before COVID and shit, but they would do what they call like Lincoln drinks. So they do like mm-hmm. these um these social mixers and whatnot. And I think one of the events that they had, they had Gary Vee come out and do like a Q and A and shit. Oh yeah. But before the Q and A, they uh like they sat down and did a podcast with him, and then they went and did like the live thing like on the stage. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hey man, he's accessible. <laughs> Yeah, and I, so back when I still had my house, I actually skipped a house payment (laughs) to go out to the Gary Vee book launch at First Form HQ. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, so I met him and Andy. I I actually gave Gary and Andy the first two Built by Battle shirts. Nice. I I I wonder how many things that they've been given that that they just like, all right. Right. Yeah, (laughs) I I just imagine that they got donated like two weeks later or something. (laughs) You know, not But at least you put it out there. Right, right. It's all about the energy. And I I got to explain, like, they both asked about it. They were like, you know. Yeah. Like, what is that? And I told them they both, you know, said it was cool. Yeah. Um, I also met Sean Whalen, which, speaking of merch, like, he's killing it with lions not sheep yeah dude that's nuts yeah like just how fast that's grown i would love to sit down with with sean that'd be an interesting conversation he's an intense dude yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> definitely like his content i i don't really have any time to really get on social media anymore so like yeah I, when you're doing you can't really consume. yeah and that's actually i i feel okay about that you know because you have all these other people like people that are making more money than me that are always like focused on like making sure that they're always reacting to like someone like Gary's posts and all that stuff, you know, they're always going to the events. But what makes me feel okay with like stepping away from all that is like, Gary himself. He said he hopes that one day he has no one listening to his shit. Cause that means everyone's applying it. Everybody's out there working. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Just like doing the actual work for sure. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> well, dude, let's, uh, it's been an hour. Has it? Yeah, dude. Damn. Yeah, it's been a great conversation. For sure. Uh, we're gonna wrap this up, but um, like, what's 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 ahead, man? Like, where where can people check you out? Um, what can they look forward to? Yeah. So, uh, built by battles gonna be coming back this year, like for sure. It's happening. Um, I'm thinking early summer. You think about what I'm thinking? You thinking about relaunching the podcast? I don't know. Just kind of sticking with the merch game right now. Yeah, probably just like content, just like just regular social media stuff no podcast yet because i i do want to be involved in that and scott the co-host that was on the podcast uh we're you know we're really good friends and we've we definitely want to do it again in the future yeah but i have to have enough hats taken off of me before i could really dedicate to it i'm yeah i'm tired of like doing something and then having to scale it back right. because of everything else taking priority you can't constantly spread yourself then yeah yeah so we've got we've got stuff in the works for uh, Built by Battle to come back, um, which I mean it's still you know crushing it on social media. Even though I I barely ever post anything, <laughs> like, it's crazy. The Facebook page still gets like I don't know like thirty thousand or forty thousand uh, like reach every month. That's and legit, dude. I, I mean I mean you built a community. Yeah, and, and I feel horrible though <laughs> because <laughs> I, I I you know it's grown, but I'm not doing anything with it right now. But it's coming. There's good stuff coming with it. Um, maybe a few, uh, hopefully, a few sponsorships and stuff, bigger bigger names that we're hoping to work with. Cool. Again, um, you know, we did some in the past. But then uh, Boss Level Merch, uh, that's going to – I'm really hoping that that takes off. It should be. That should be yeah. pretty big. We'll do. You keep so, grinding, dude. It'll definitely yeah. – A plus B equals C. Yep. I am working on a book, but – no, that's very, very early. Yeah. Very early. But, uh, yeah, so that'll be, I mean, that might be a year or two still. Well, but good shit, dude. When you yeah. print the book, dude, let me fucking know. I'll bring sure. you back. We'll talk about the For book. Sure. Sounds good, man. Oh, yeah, dude. All right, man. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming out, dude. And, yeah, man, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, everybody, till next time. Hey, guys, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed that, please, again, leave us a rating and review. Tell a friend. Uh, share it, subscribe, all of the above. I can't thank you guys enough. And again, we will be back with more awesome conversations. So just keep being rad human beings. Be kind to each other. Be good. I love you guys. Bye. Mwah.